0: This is Joe Irwin. And this is Wayne Jefferson. From Jefferson
1: Irwin Racing. And you're listening to Real
0: Racing USA.
2: Now we're going to get dirty. Hey, hey, Sean? Yes. You there? Hey, we have Sean Smith with Showtime's Sean Smith. Hey, uh, hey,
0: Sean, man.
3: let me check, you, Sean. Check,
0: check it out, man. Are you doing? Straight
2: and bonehead out here, they, man.
0: Listen, Sean, they, they, they gave me a hard time. Obviously, every week when you go to the racetrack, things are different with your race car. And I had one of those nights where I had... No practice because of incident on the racetrack with somebody that tore my car up, and then I proceeded to have a car that was the worst car I've ever had and then got made fun of by Wayne Anderson afterwards.
4: <laughs> well, you're all racing on asphalt. I mean, how much does it change from week to week?
0: Well, you're going to find out. No, <laughs> lap to lap. Lap to lap. You're going to
2: find out this week. Hi, you, you were, you were Mr. Lucky guy on uh, Saturday night. Tell us about your adventure or misadventure up in Waycross, Georgia.
0: Yeah, that was like an asphalt race, wasn't it?
4: Yeah, it was like an asphalt race. I, uh, I feel, I talked to Jack earlier and I told Jack I was really, I really feel blessed that I'm actually walking, that I'm still alive at this point today after that experience. No, it, uh, I knew what I was getting into. Because I had been there before to Waycross, I'd never raced there, but I had been there before and witnessed. So I was really, I don't want to say, like, you know, I already give up before we got there, but I was leery of the joint. And it was everything that it, it was going to be. It was. Was it so,
0: scary? Was it
4: scary or what? Uh, I mean, it's not really sc- I won't say scary, but, I mean, when you get on the brakes and the car goes faster when you're on the brakes than when you're on the gas, that's not too comfortable.
2: So take us through, Sean. Here you go. You're coming down the back back uh, part of the track there, to the back straightaway, getting ready to take the green to open the race. You're about what, mid-pack? 14th. Uh, yeah, right in about in the middle of 26 cars. Take us through this, what happened, and how that all worked. Well, Make us feel like we were there. At this
4: point, as we're going down the back straightaway, You can't see anything because there's no light at this racetrack. It's oil. It's black. So you don't see the racetrack even. And we've already ran 50 laps under caution running oil dry off of a racetrack. That's supposed to be a dirt track. I I still haven't figured that out yet. Well, as we're going down the back straightaway, the light goes off. And the guy comes over to the race receiver and he says, we're going green next time by. Well they turned the green light on and throw the green flag as we come off turn four. And I just knew at that point right there, it was going to be bad. Just what did I, what could I do to lessen the damage I was fixing to happen to me? So I tried to get to the bottom and I did. And through the the dust, the uh, speedy dry, I managed to see somebody bounce off the concrete going into one and I got on the brake And when I did, somebody plastered me from behind and, At that point I was going twice as fast as I was before I was on the brakes and then I saw about the fourth or fifth row somebody had crashed and they were all piled in one and two and I just held on and said, Oh boy, this is gonna hurt right here. So when I hit then somebody hit me in the driver's door, ran over the hood and I thought it was gonna be really bad. Luckily I just bent a spindle and tore the body everywhere but
0: Now this was this was just the introductions, right?
3: Racing yet? <laughs> oh, and I
0: thought I had a bad night.
3: It was, uh... See, doesn't it make you feel better, Rob? Yes.
4: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, everybody that was there. I mean, uh, probably the only person that uh, that uh, is not going to tell you any different is Dusty Cone, because he came out of there to the Yeah, That's yeah, why
0: we're talking to like, you first because
4: we, we didn't want to. We're going to do it
0: that Dusty's way. Dusty's going to tell us what a great place it is, and we really <laughs> wanted to hear what it was all about.
4: I'm not saying, I'm not saying the facility is nice. I mean, and it's, yeah crazy, this racetrack, the mall is right across the street from it, and for what there is in Waycross, I mean, the Walmart there and how the racetrack manages to stay open, I mean, the people must love it there, but, man, if they would put some real clay on that place...
2: 59 years, Sean, that
0: place has been it. there. 59 oh, yeah, years. Yeah, you imagine right, after 59 years what uh, um, Mike's place is going to look like over there in Ocala, it's going to be yeah. asphalt again.
4: Well, I don't know about that, I think he'll do something before that, it's definitely a place... How should I say this? This word <laughs> on the internet, we should really say this stuff, but it's a place to test your testicle fortitude. How about that? There you go. I
3: love that. Very good,
4: Sean. It's definitely that type of place. I mean, you really, I told Jack earlier, I mean, let's just see who's got some cojones and who don't. That's what we're going to find out. That's
0: like Lakeland Speedway is a dirt track.
4: It, well, it wasn't, it's nowhere near the size of Lakeland, but I guarantee you we're going just as fast as you're going at Lakeland. Oh, uh, I mean,
2: no doubt about that. No doubt. I heard
4: that you. I heard 140 at the end of the straightaway. Yep. Now whether or not we were going that fast, it sure felt like it.
2: And 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 Saturday night, um, I had several people tell me, including I believe Dusty Cohn told me that uh, the times were off. it wasn't really as fast as it normally is.
4: Well, when I had been there years ago, when I went there, you know, I pulled into place and I thought I was at the wrong Race Track. I thought I was at an asphalt track. It had lines painted on it and everything. And I mean. What are we doing? This ain't the right place. Well, when I got there Saturday night, I know they had graded it for the first time in two and a half years, which, you know, <laughs> I, I mean, it's oil. There's oil below it. It's soaked into the ground. So, But it smoothed it out, I guess. But when we got there, I really thought, hey, they really, you know, are putting a lot into this deal, and it's going to slow the racetrack down. It might actually make the racing better, but boy, was I wrong. Yeah, the
2: funniest yeah. thing is, is it, it rained like... Right when the cars were getting ready to do qualifier, where it rained. Mm-hmm. Right, it rained hard, and the guys still come over. One of the guys, the track workers that does the track maintenance, said, "Ah, this will make the track much better now." And and it actually only took about forty. I mean, it rained hard, and after it
4: just it, rolled right off the top of the race. Yeah. Track. Have you ever seen what happens when oil and water mix? It just runs right off. So,
0: what's the oil? Is the oil in the clay or is it yeah. oil from race cars? It's
4: all over my race car. I ain't found what to get this stuff off with yet. Really? It is definitely an experience that I will never want to go to again. Well, I'll tell you that.
2: Another thing was, you know, some of the locals, I was talking to people who live up there, and uh, they were telling me that there was a back a long time ago all the tracks up that in yeah,
0: that area
4: in huh it used to be like that and golden isles yeah golden isles and ogle they all used to be like that i mean val to lake city used to be like that but
3: <laughs>
4: man, I, you know there was another after that first laugh incident and i'm sure dusty Cole, he could probably tell you this uh i don't know what laugh it was about lap 20 or what it was but We come out of turn two, in the top five, we were kind of all in line, just kind of going along, and we come out of turn in the middle of one and two as we go on the back stretch. and there's this black car that's camouflaged into the racetrack. It it was a black car, and I believe it was number 31, and that number will be entrenched in my mind. It had black numbers on a black race car with white outline. No lights on this racetrack, and we come barreling out of turn two, and this guy is sitting in the middle of the back straightaway, and I thought we were all going to die, all five of us. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, mean, Mar- I don't know how Mark Whitener didn't end up in the pine trees when he launched off the back straightaway trying to miss this guy. Because it's just, you're going so fast, you can't react. And you can't tell from the, if you go into turn three, and they're wrecking on the front straightaway, and you don't know when you're in turn three, you're in the wreck. There's no woeing it down before you get there. It's just, it was definitely an experience.
2: Yeah. I, I kind of I didn't like the place when I first got there. By the time I left, I actually I would like you. I I liked the the place. The place was cool, but the race the racetrack itself was tough.
0: Yeah, it's definitely tough. It's a uh... hey, Sean. <laughs> yeah. Um, before we get Dusty on the phone here, I wanted to ask you: Are you ready for this weekend? You know, now that uh, Waycross is done, now the Battle of Blacktops coming. Are you ready for that?
4: Uh, we're putting all new skin and everything on it right now we're out in the shop now trying i
0: to, wouldn't do that i'd go ahead and leave well, the beat up stuff on there
4: how could you i mean it's got holes in the left side what, you think
0: it's got holes now wait till you're done at the battle of the blacktop no,
4: i don't i honestly I, I think it's going to be a good show down there i mean i, I don't the racetrack's not as big as what we just dealt with and i i mean i think that the racing when you slow them down the racing gets better and i think the tires are a little bit harder you know, that we're going to be running this week. So I think that's going to play into it. And, you know, I'm looking for a good show this week. I mean, we're going – got to put our best foot forward for this deal. I mean, we had a bad run at Volusia, and we get to drop that Volusia race if we finish better at the asphalt race, and we finished 27th at Volusia.
0: So, Are you leading now?
4: No, uh, I'm all the way back to fourth or fifth. I mean, Johnny Collins won at Volusia, and I finished – I went into Volusia leading, and Johnny Collins was second, and he won, and I finished 27th, so – I got to step it up this week for the asphalt race so I can keep, keep in touch with him. For the, If we can get through this asphalt race this week, the rest of the races that we go to, we can race that. You know, East Bay, North Florida, Golden Isles, those racetracks, we can race that. So if we can just get through this week with a good finish and stay in touch, I mean, uh, I think we'll be all right. So you going
2: to practice on Friday?
0: Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'd he give you some out. pointers, but I don't know how to do nothing anyways except for spin hey. out.
4: Hey, Sean. I don't know how. I mean, Luckily, it kind of this waycross race fell at the right time because you have to change your car completely around to go there, and it's the same setup that you're going to run down there. So at least we ain't got to change it, then change it back, then change it again to go back. So right. it'll be that part of us nice. But boy, that was it was quite the experience. I, gonna <laughs> say. I mean, I know them guys race there every week, and they must not race anywhere else. But
2: well, you know, in the race before you guys before you guys came out, there was uh, a. St- Sportsman race or late model stock or sportsman yeah. race, whatever that was. Um, they look like late model cars to me. But anyway, they tore up some too now, and they those oh, yeah. guys are familiar with the place.
4: I mean and it was real that place was real tough. There was a lot of blown motors. I mean, that's something you don't hardly ever see at a dirt track as many. I don't think I've ever seen as many blown motors as I saw Saturday night in all classes. Well good. another funny thing about that whole about this whole weekend experience is I, I mean I should say I was shell-shocked, because I've been to big racetracks like Oglethorpe, and I went to Brunswick when it was big, and you're fast there, but they were much bigger racetracks than that place. They didn't have walls around them like that place does. It's not as narrow. But, you know, I was shell-shocked at how fast we were going at this little racetrack. And then there's this girl parked beside me in a street stock, and I watched her, and, I mean, she was up on the wheel just wheeling around that place, and I'm saying, where in the world did that come from? I mean, how do you, I, I'm over here, I, I'm not gonna lie, I was nervous, and this girl just nothing, she was wheeling to ride around there, I mean, but that's a definitely a different breed that races at that racetrack. <laughs> I mean, hey, there is no way.
3: <laughs> hey, Sean, Saturday night, um, at Charlotte, when these, when the dirt cars are running on asphalt, what kind of, um, speeds can the fans be expecting?
4: I'm not sure. I mean, I, I've heard, uh, some of the guys have been down there testing, and I heard that they were, you know, right close to what the track record is for the super late models down there. So, I mean, the guys that haven't been down there yet that haven't tested, I mean, like the guy you're going to talk to, Dusty Cole, this guy went a lot of asphalt races with dirt cars up in Georgia and all. I mean, he's he's a master of this deal. So, I mean, he's probably going to tear the joint up when he gets down here this week. Really? So, he yeah. be somebody to really watch. I mean Yeah,
2: well he took he took uh, I mean it's not often that you see somebody do pull away from Johnny Collins the way. Yeah,
4: exactly. I the, mean it's yeah. a, when those guys get down here, I mean, I it should be it'll be fair. I can't say for sure what the speeds are cuz I don't know, you know, what we're going but
0: How many I do you mean, think are coming, Sean?
4: I'd say probably around 30.
0: That'd be great.
4: I would say 30 uh at least 30, maybe more. Um I don't know how many asphalt shoes or got dirt rides for this week, but I've heard rumors there's a bunch of them. I mean, I tried to – I got this other car here that Rob was wanting to drive that uh, I was going to put Joe Winchell in, but we've just run out of time and not going to have it ready. So I hadn't even talked to Joe about what his plans were for this weekend, but uh, he's got a bunch of laps around that place. So I was going to try to put him in the other car, but I don't know how many other guys are planning on doing that from the asphalt.
0: Well, I know that Patrick Williams will be there. I don't no, know if uh...
2: Patrick Williams won't be there. Patrick no, Williams uh, last last week uh, at uh, up in uh, up there in the National Late Model Series in Georgia, Alabama, where right. he uh, was leading with nine laps to go or seven yeah. laps to go and blew up his motor.
4: You talk about a heartbreaker. I mean, he yeah. had us covered. I talked
2: to it, him this you know, afternoon.
4: Bill Thompson builds my motors also, and yeah. he uh, Patrick had that race in the bag. I mean, he was just riding and. Stuff like that happens. I mean, it is racing, and, you know, Bill Thomas is a good guy, and Bill's a good motor. He just had a couple, I mean, Volusia, our motor, broke a rod bolt, and then at Penton, they're leading with his car, Patrick is, and it breaks the front of the crank right behind the, the harmonic balancer and everything. I've never seen one break there, but his sure did. So just freak things, but I know Patrick was really looking forward to running that race, too, so maybe... As far as I know, they're not going to have their motor back together, so I
0: don't look to see Patrick there. All right, well, we got to go, Sean. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to us.
3: Thanks so much, Sean, and thanks for joining me on Kicks Country earlier today.
0: Not a problem. Anytime. Thank you. We'll see you uh,
3: you Saturday Saturday night.
4: Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. How did he do on Kicks
3: Country? Oh, he did great. He's always a good interview. And I'll tell you, right afterwards, right after I had him on, I opened up the phone lines, you know, to give tickets away, and the phones just blew up. It, it's been happening ever since Friday when I'm been, I gave away tickets Friday. I gave away tickets Saturday. You have technical issues too. I I gave away no, not that kind of blowing up, <laughs> but we do have our own set of technical issues there. Uh-huh. But um, gave away tickets today, and I'm giving away tickets all week long. Beautiful. And they are in high demand. And whenever I get my winner, they are so excited.
0: It must be those commercials that Rick and I did for you guys.
3: And the the commercials they don't even start until tomorrow.
0: Oh. Uh-oh. It's just
3: me talking about it and having drivers on. It's right. just it, we're building a lot of buzz. That's very and cool. excitement and a lot of a, a lot, lot of excitement, a lot of excitement, and it's you know it's people winning. Are you from, sure you didn't play any of from, commercials over From weekend? Sarasota, it's people coming, you know, listeners from Sarasota all the way down through uh, Cape Coral, and uh, a lot <laughs> of a lot of women calling in wanting to go and watch the races. That's very cool. Yeah.
2: Alright, so now listen, we've been talking about this, this thing for about a month now or so, and it gets, we're talking about it more and more. All this time, Ken Kenny's been telling me there's this guy you gotta, you see, you'll see him, his name is Dusty Cohn, and he's gonna be somebody to watch when it comes time for Charlotte. After this weekend at Waycross, uh, we, we got that down, we understand what he's talking about now. Welcome to Inside Florida Racing, uh, Dusty.
3: Hi guys. Hi Hi Dusty, welcome.
2: So we just talked to uh, Sean uh, Smith and, Of course, you know he feels he's the luckiest guy in the world because he walked out of there alive at uh, Waycross. (laughs) and he said he said you would tell us how great it was and how cool it was and how easy it was to win there. So,
1: oh man, it's uh it's a great track. I like to go there. I get to race there a couple times a year, and uh, I knew they had a little eye opener whenever they got there. You know, from what they used to, but but, uh, it's a good. It'll be a good practice deal for the asphalt deal that we got coming up next weekend. And, uh, old track was pretty good, though. They didn't like it. They might not like this asphalt deal.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, you, maybe you can help Sean out when you, uh, get to Charlotte. He'll probably still have some of that oily clay all over his car. He said he ain't figured out how to get it off yet.
1: <laughs> and that stuff is nasty. I don't know. Uh, I have to clean it up pretty good to get it off.
0: Now, let's talk about the, uh, asphalt racing with these dirt cars. Uh, uh, it's something that you do, um, or have done before uh what's the difference
1: oh compared to this weekend it's basically the same it's not as nasty of course but uh compared to the dirt you uh drive more square of course and uh these cars compared to uh an asphalt car itself they have so much more downforce it seems to me that you're able to race different lines than an asphalt car would be able to because of that and uh I don't know, man. It's just it, it, they're fun to drive.
3: And what about the fact that um, Saturday night, I heard that uh, your guys are going to drive topless. What what effect does that have?
5: That's the, that's the first I've heard of
1: that. Um, I've had some topless races before, and, and that considers of us taking our roofs off and uh, the window posts and, and sail panels. So so the fans get an inside look at us driving around the track.
0: When did they say they were going to do that, Cece?
3: Um, Sean told me um, today when I had him on Kicks Country.
0: Interesting,
1: taking I'll the roofs off. On that. I'm not sure. I'll uh, I'll check up on that.
3: Well, we can find out. We're going to have Ken Kenny on here. Okay. Still this evening, but yeah, that's what Sean told me. And but I didn't know of when you when you alter the car that way, how much does it affect? It
1: does. It does affect them. Um, I've had the chance to run a track before with a top and without a top, and they uh, it seems to seems to tighten the cars up a little bit more, which is a bad thing for these cars because they're, they're, they're built to be tight, and uh, I don't
0: know. it's uh, not going to make much difference there. You guys will be fine there at Charlotte. It's a small racetrack compared to the one you are on last week. Um, I run a super late model there. I ran one this week, and, well, I tried to, spun around a bunch of times, but I <laughs> well, uh, had 11. some issues with my car, but I've run there quite a bit, you know, and uh, for us, the Supers, you know, I mean, they... Everybody runs the bottom when they're up front they run, you know, a little bit off the bottom and uh you know, some guys can pass on the outside if a guy's a little bit slower. But I'm gonna be interested to see what you guys do out there, you know. Um I think you guys have a lot softer particularly, particularly chassis
1: racing on these uh on these asphalt tracks compared to super asphalt cars, we're normally a second faster. Yeah. And uh you know we got the smaller motors but we're lighter and And I think the downforce plays a a big factor in that deal.
0: Well, the frames, too, have got to be a lot softer and maybe more, uh, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting. You guys do have such soft frames, but they're going to use a little harder tire, so that might help out that issue a little bit. Because I think if you guys just had a soft tire with those soft chassis, you might even have a tough time getting 50 laps in without tearing a tire off, you know? Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, you get back to your setup, too, man. I burnt. I burn dirt tires off, and I burn asphalt tires off. You got to have a balanced car, no matter where you're racing. All right. And uh, it'll be it's going to be interesting. A lot of guys, well, I think a lot of guys is going to like it after they get it done.
0: Well, it's going to be something to see, you know. And it hasn't happened here at Charlotte. I in, think the uh, fans are going to love it. Yeah. yeah, I think they will. To give them a new look at a different car. Yeah, it
2: hasn't been done in it hasn't been done in Florida in a, a, no, a long time since I think uh, Ray Miller brought the National Late Model Series to Ocala. Right. Yeah. I think it's the last time that ever happened in florida but there's a lot of excitement about it dusty a lot of excitement
1: oh yeah man i'm tickled to death i'm uh i'm anxious to get the shot tomorrow and start working on mine
2: yeah t-
1: tell you what man what were you
2: thinking when uh when you guys there was one point in the race where you you know when you were going through the lap traffic and uh and you had uh the two number fives right behind you pretty much and when you got around that number fifteen car, was that a little nerve nerve wracking or what?
1: Oh man, I didn't think I'd ever get around. I said this is this is going to cost me the race here because one and two it seemed to be a lot slicker than normal, and they they of course they took the wall down and uh, and and people like me that used to racing there that was it's kind of a spot that we gauge off of because we're carrying such speed and it's it's a dark track you know you can't actually see a groove you just you pick objects to, uh, to gauge that off of. And man, I knew I'd, I'd gotten the lead because of turn one and because of a lap track. And, uh, I didn't want to give it up. And I knew the guys knew it was slick up top. So I, I had to stay on the bottom side to, to get around, you know, but, but I, as soon as I got around him, I, I knew we was in the clear as long as we went green. But on the restart, that was my worry. Those guys were, they were packing some pull on them restarts. They pulled me when I was behind them two to three car lengths and I knew I had to keep them behind so uh, I just picked up the pace a little bit on the restarts and that seemed to work out pretty good for me.
0: Well that sounds good. I'm just bouncing through the pictures that are on uh, Real Race and uh, looking through the wreck and stuff. Uh, I guess you didn't have to deal with any of that, did you?
1: No, no, man. I, yeah, man, that first lap, I don't know what went wrong there but uh, I know that cost the guys uh, probably they're not but uh, that's that's way cross, man. It's sandy and it's slick and it's
0: fast. And not only they're night; it looks like a couple days too. They're gonna to need to work on some of them. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, man. I think some of them out in the hot to be fixed.
0: Well, I mean, that's the thing. Uh, tell us what you think about racing on some of these. I mean, you said that you like racing on the track because you know that's really you know you kind of used to it. But really, when you think about dirt racing, you're not thinking about a track that's so packed hard like asphalt like that. Um, do you, if you had your druthers, would you rather race on you know a dirt type track with clay all over it?
1: Well, here's how here the the area that we live in, the the sandy clay, it's it, it's kind of a tough. It's always seems like it's a it's a train race where you start, it's where you finish because it gets sandy,
0: right? And
1: uh, you know there are a few asphalt tracks around and and asphalt. You can you can actually race, you know. You could race your competitor on the top side or the bottom, whichever you prefer. And the oil base, it it throws kind of the mixture between. You know, you got all the grip that you need at the bottom and in the groove, and then you got your sand. So uh, it's different touch. You know, I I enjoy racing the dirt tracks, but uh, our clay just isn't what what it needs to be down here to you know for a, a typical dirt race. I think it needs more 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 gumbo in
0: it. So you, you you go run your car on on asphalt racetracks a lot?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I've run um i I've, I've run this one as a matter of fact on a uh a racetrack in uh South Georgia. Really?
0: And and that's a regular asphalt racetrack where you run against regular asphalt cars or is everybody in a dirt car? They
1: had a they had us a special class. Oh, okay. It was dirt cars on asphalt. That's what that's how they promoted it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. And I, I think they, man, these guys are going to love it because they pack the stands every time we went and raced, even if it was a, you know, a typical Saturday night there. I anyway, believe it. They enjoy
0: it. It's definitely, um, they're definitely. You guys got some cool looking cars, you know. And I, I think our bodies have been so much the same all these years, you know. And the super late models—they really don't change much. It seems like you guys get to always have these, yeah. you know, swooped out, you know, cool looking stuff with a big wing on the back. I kind of like it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, man. They're 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 they are fun and they're and they're kinda easy to fix, you know, they're kinda they're kinda plain but uh we do, we we, we take pride in the racing and a lot of the, it does seem to go with the dirt trend, the guys go with the the big full wraps on the side and they, they do all kind of designs, you know, which which is a different build and it's kinda neat.
2: Are you uh are you planning on coming down uh on Friday for practice? Yeah, your...
1: We're we're actually gonna leave uh leave here I think at lunch, so that'll put us down there maybe Maybe 6 or 7 o'clock, and uh, I hope to get a good night of practice in down there. I'll, I want to see, like you say, on these tires. It, that's a factor that's it, that going to be different to me. We're usually on a little bit softer tire than right. these are, but uh, i got to adjust a little bit to it, I'm sure.
2: Yeah, yeah. cool. Well, look forward to it, man. It's going to be great. Go ahead, Cece.
3: Hey, Dusty. Um, I do um, um a radio program on a 100,000-watt country station, and all this week I'm promoting the big race coming up, giving away tickets and interviewing different drivers. And I was just wondering, um, can I give you a call tomorrow during the day and maybe set something up and have you just do a little uh, telephone interview with me on Wednesday?
1: Um, That that would probably be fine. Uh, I might be hard to get hold of tomorrow afternoon during work, but uh, you could could leave me a voicemail and, and I could get back to you.
3: Okay, good. I'll get your number from Jack then.
1: Okay.
2: Cool. okay,
3: Dusty, thank you.
2: Cool. Yeah, we'll introduce you to the uh, the, the fans down in uh, South Florida, man.
1: Oh, yeah, man, I'm excited. I, all my guys are pumped, and uh, we're just tickled we get to get back on the asphalt. It, it's uh, it's a special event when we get to do that again.
2: All right, man. Thanks a lot for spending some time with us here tonight.
1: Oh, uh, thank you. All
3: right. Bye, Dusty. Talk Take it later. easy. Dusty Cone. Dusty Cone. Coming out on, coming out in the surviving the the mayhem of Waycross.
0: Yeah, it looks like an asphalt track to me. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, let's see. So uh, we still have more dirty time coming up. We got. We're going to talk to uh, Ken Kenny, and we'll resolve the whole topless thing because because Shane did tell me earlier today that they were going to run Sean. topless. Sean. Yeah, that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy. I look at his name the way his name's spelled. and I always want to say Shane. Shan. Shan. Shane. <laughs> But, um, so we'll find out. We'll, we'll get it. We'll know for sure if we're going to be, uh, the cars will be running topless, which I hope they do because I think it'd be really interesting for the fans because they should be doing, uh, hopefully a meet and greet before the race. And I think that, I think that would be really neat for the kids to be able to, uh, and for the, and for the big kids to, to get a good look at the cars and be a neat way to see. I've never seen them race topless before. So I think that would be just, be neat. Be different. Be fun.
0: Yeah, I think that they'd probably rather race with the roof on for the aerodynamic purposes of it. But they're again, the track small, so it may not make a difference.
3: Hey, Ken. Yes, ma'am. How are you, Cece? I'm good. How are you? Got a question for you. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Sean Smith said we're going topless Saturday night. Is that true?
5: <laughs> I don't know anything about that.
3: <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah, I think Sean was maybe asking you to.
3: Oh, asking me to go topless Saturday what it night. Was, yeah.
0: Oh, Oh, Cece, you got confused. You thought it was you
5: heard all this roof going. Yeah. Top that. You, you got confused. Well, he... about you going topless? Okay. Well,
3: now I know Sean's true <laughs> <We're>, true <laughs> nature. Okay. And we're talking,
2: of course, to the promoter of the United Dirt Lake Model Challenge Series, uh, Ken Kenny. Uh, Ken, <laughs> give us a uh, give us a wrap up. Uh, we've talked to Sean, and he's. Uh, He's given us the scary side of it from his point of view. And, of course, Mr. Uh, Mister Cone, it's all just a day's work up there for him. No big deal. Give us your uh, perspective on the race at uh, Waycross and also lead us up to uh, Charlotte.
5: Um, Waycross Motor Speedway, to me, for guys that are familiar with asphalt, um, now, the people treated me like gold. Now, don't get me wrong. The owner, Mike Carter, his staff... Truthfully, they were probably one of the best staffs to work with on the schedule so far. Um, from a perspective of the racetrack, if people have been to New Smyrna, it's New Smyrna Fast with some sand thrown on top of it. I mean, it it's, I'm serious.
2: It's New Smyrna Fast with some sand thrown on top of it.
5: That's what it looks like to me. Okay. And I, I put it this way. I took Rick Angie's for the virtual tour. And we were doing 70 miles an hour with my BMW down the straightaways going in the corners. And uh, I probably could have went 90, 95 miles an hour with my BMW down the straightaways. And I just didn't want to have to call State Farm on Monday and tell them that I got wrecked at Waycross. <laughs> you know what I
3: mean?
5: Yeah. And, I, you know, I was afraid they'd ask for the police report. Now, leading into Charlotte, in all honesty... I think Waycross was much more dangerous to take those cars on than uh, Charlotte County Speedway. That's I, my opinion.
2: I think so too. I would agree. Yeah. I think.
5: Yeah, don't get me wrong. Now, there's tracks on on the uh, you know on uh, NASCAR's schedule that are you know Waycross type tracks. I mean, the people were great. The crowd was good. I mean, everything was wonderful about it. But it is a tricky place. Uh, it was very fast. And there's some guys that really, really loved it, and there's some guys that really, really are afraid of it, and there's some guys that don't like it, you know. It, it's, a, it's a very challenging place.
2: Yeah, there's some guys that will never forget it.
5: Yeah, you might have
3: scarred a few drivers.
5: Well, you know what's really ironic is, you know, we had 29 cars, 28 actually. You know, one guy had a bad motor problem beforehand, so, you know he you know, he was done before the show started. But there was 28 cars actually, you know, participated in it and really um if you think about it, although the you know the start was the parking lot going down into one, the wreck that took place, if you take that out of the equation and really think about it, we only had one wreck and that was uh coming out of four when when uh, Johnson lost it, uh the gentleman firm up in Georgia when he lost the car. But other than that, if you really think about it, we did you know that the one wreck down, you know, on the start of the race, that's what tore everything up. And um to clarify something on that, that's why in the future, regardless of what happens, when we go to any track that doesn't run race severs, we're going to have race severs no matter what. Because I believe having those race severs probably would have prevented that wreck. And uh, you know, tw- twenty local guys didn't have race severs. So when you're talking to the guys, we you know we gave out all we had, but there was not not enough to go around and. You know, bottom line, you know, it was the parking lot going into one. It's pretty bad wreck.
0: Okay. Yeah. And,
3: that, and that's a real safety issue, having those.
5: Oh, yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Now, Charlotte County Speedway, back to that subject. Now, uh, wrapping up Wake Cross and going to that, Charlotte County Speedway, is going to be awesome because my understanding is they were running fifteen fifteen ones with the super late miles this weekend. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Does anybody know that to be
0: true? Yeah, that's right. That's yep, what they that's were. What we Not me. I didn't, but they did. Well, well, <laughs> I ran a, I ran a, a forty as fast as I could go.
5: Well, there was, you know, you figure we had a couple cars go down there, run around at fifteen fifties with no right front brake and no experience. When you take a few of these guys like Dusty Cone and Johnny Collins and, and more, that's just two examples that have experience on asphalt, one of those dirt late models. Um, keep it in mind, we're going to be on, you know, six year old rock hard Hooters tires. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if you put these cars on the same tires that those supers were on, I think we're faster than they are this weekend for sure because what? of the weight, because of the weight difference and the, uh, you know, all the other advantages, you
0: know. Yeah, no matter what what the actual lap times are, the race itself is going to be uh something to see because no matter what they qualify at, the race is always slow. You know, slower, don't get me wrong, not slow sure, but slower. Sure. But um I think with the crowd of guys that you guys have been having at these uh, races, um it's just gonna be an awesome race and something to see that hasn't been seen in a long time at a racetrack. How are they going?
3: Turn your mic up, Jack.
2: How are they going to have? How are they going to figure out how to pass? That's that's good, mic Question.
5: You know, from my experience, you know, just being honest with you, what I believe, um, I get. I think, Jack, you're, and this is my experience in an asphalt car at Charlotte County Speedway. Right. I believe. I think they're going to try to pass on the bottom, like they did at Waycross. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to try to get a run on a guy on the bottom, right? Like she, you know, has been notorious, you know, notorious on Charlotte. But I think you're going to get. Uh, some of these guys, some of these guys are going to believe that they could pass somebody on the outside, right? Because they're just that crazy. I got Roger Cross calling me on the other and,
0: line, and they will be able to. There will be passing going on on the outside. You can pass on the outside if your car is in the the, the shape to do it. You know, uh, I, that's where a lot of the passing goes on in the super race. You know, and you got to have a car that's a little bit slower than the, you know, a little bit faster than the next guy. But I think a lot of rooting underneath, like you said, getting off a corner. Getting up underneath them, I think that's going to be the site for the fans.
2: And, at a yeah, much yeah. faster pace than
0: what the fans are used to. Oh, yeah. This is going to be exciting. Oh, there's going to be some crashes, Jack. I'm going to tell you right oh, now. I, I keep oh, telling yeah. my oh listener,
3: I keep telling my listeners this is a big, fast, and furious race.
0: This is going to be fast, and it's going to be furious. And I know the racetrack. I know how races go. I know how competitive these guys are. They only got 50 laps to do it.
3: And, and how many cars are going to be allowed to compete in the feature race?
0: Um,
5: Bobby and I talked 24, and to be very honest with you, you know, we tore up some cars at Waycross that were coming to Charlotte, that's a fact, and these guys are scrambling, but you know how racers are, and, you know, as a promoter for the fans that are out there that do listen, I can tell you this, I am working harder right now this week than I've had to work since Ocala, the the opener, you know, as far as, you know, really putting the effort into it. I am trying to get the cars there, you know, for Bobby, and it's going to happen. You know, and if we got 24 guys to fill a field, then it's going to be an awesome race for the fans to see. I mean, unbelievable. Wow. Oh, I can't
3: and wait. I'm so excited. And we
5: are getting late commitments. I did get a few commitments tonight. And, um, you know, because the fans, too, got to realize the amount of work that's got to go into changing one of these cars over. Because the majority of them all run on 14-inch wheels. There's a few guys, you know the East Bay guys run on 12s with the bigger motors, um, but the majority of guys have all switched to 14 inch wheels so they got to change the wheels. These tires will not mount up to a 14 inch wheel period. I mean, you have a hard enough time getting them on a 12 inch wheel yeah uh, so you've got that problem, you've got your shocks, your you know your springs. You know, there's a lot to change over, and keep in mind, we don't have a mirror, so a lot of the, there won't be any mirror driving. You know, because there is no mirrors in these cars.
0: They got radios?
5: No radios, no mirrors. Yeah. So that, and I asked them, now listen, last week I went to all the guys, because one of the guys that formerly ran Asphalt said, you know, you need to think about the mirror maybe. And I went to every guy that was good come to Charlotte, and every one of them unanimously, the rest of them were no, don't change a thing. So that was pretty gutsy on their part. Because nobody wanted a mirror and nobody wanted a radio. Wow. So told me right there, you know, and I asked them all, cradle to grave.
3: <laughs> well, oh, this is going right. to be so much fun Saturday night. I can't wait.
5: Well, I'll t- I tell you, if the fans want to take a look at it, Friday night we're going to go down there and practice and there'll be some metal maniacs running around there around eight, you know, seven, eight o'clock at night. Yeah, um,
2: that'll be a preview. Know.
5: Yeah, yes, yeah, so it will. And these guys are excited. I mean, uh, like I said, um, you know, and if there's anybody out there that's got a dirt late model in their backyard, you know, we got tires and we got wheels, so <laughs> we're ready to go. Um, I, I tell you, and do predictions on this thing. I, I don't have any because I look down the list of guys that are coming, and there's a lot of guys with a lot of experience, you know, in the past on asphalt. Um, you know, I can give you some names now. You can ask me for some names for sure on 100 percent for sures. I can tell you Roger Krauss, Johnny Collins, Mark Whitener, Sean Smith, Dusty Cohn, Billy Costello, Evan Beckton, David Pullen Jr., Bobby Clark, Jared Garcia, Keith Nosvich, Kent Corbin, and Johnny Allen. That's my for sures And then there's a huge amount of guys that are thrashing to get their stuff together. You know, uh, you know so I, I think that list is going to grow a lot in the next couple days.
2: And there's probably a few that you don't even know about.
5: Oh, yeah, I talked to Jimmy Baldrup tonight, and um, Jimmy told me because of, because of the series that he was Seriously, Jimmy said, I'm not going to win the race. He said, if I win the race, great. He said, uh, I don't have any false expectations. I've never been on asphalt, and I don't have a lot of experience against these guys. But he said, because of the series and the effort that your staff, you, the racetracks have put into it, he called me tonight and said he felt obligated to go. And he's got a wicked sized car. You put that motor on an asphalt track, he's going to be pretty quick. Uh, but I think you're right. There'll be guys like that that at the last minute, you know, um, you know, there's the
0: Jeff Matthews, Bill Howard. There's a lot of guys. That- I saw Jeff at the racetrack Friday night. Did you Friday night? I don't know what he was doing. Maybe he. Had... I didn't see a, a, a dirt late model there, but I don't know. Maybe because it rained, he left. I can't remember, but I saw him there. I seen him. Right, hmm.
5: he was and spying it. I'll I tell you another guy that told me to get ready is Mike Bresnahan. Yeah, but Bre- he, Bre- he was a late committal, you yeah. know, to come and uh, well, cool. Mike should be pretty tough. All so right, I'm man. excited. I'm happy for the fans. I I think it's going to be ultra, ultra, ultra exciting. If anybody's sitting on the fence on what to do this weekend, they Definitely need to be at Charlotte County Speedway because it's going to be something for the fans. What did Sean say about getting the other car ready? Too much work?
0: Yeah. Too much work. Yeah, yeah. Too much work. He knew I'd be upset he was going to let somebody else drive it, so he's not going to do it.
5: <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. No, he said
0: that they couldn't get a motor in it or something.
5: I hear you. Well, you know, I tried to put, uh, well, you know, Doughboy uh, Patrick Williams, they, b- you know, blew up that motor up as it run in the National 8 Mall Series a few weeks ago. And, um, you know, he's would have been somebody to, to be there with us, and, you know, he feels bad about it, and then I hear, you know, me and Billy Bigley go back a long way. I bought Billy Bigley's trailers back when he was running the Slim Jim All-Pro Series. I bought a, a trailer from him, a truck from him, and Billy drove my car. A lot of people don't know that, but Billy drove my limited late model quite regular at Charlotte the first year I bought it, and he was always Mr. Excitement. I know he's looking for a ride, and... I was trying tonight to put him and Kenny Nosbish together because Kenny's got one of the best pieces around, um, you know, as far as a car. And I was trying to put them together.
2: I'll tell you, Ken, if we could get a car for Billy, it would be cool because I'll tell you, he he was wonderful, man. He came out. All the way up from Naples to be with us at Hooters last uh, week, last Friday. Yep. Cece and I put that thing together, and there was a lot of people came out there, and it was really cool that he came and did that.
3: And exactly, and I just and, and I just do need to thank Ray Scott and uh, Lance Sober um, for coming out and bringing out some race cars yeah, along cool. with uh, Billy Bigley, and it just made it really exciting. Yeah, I'm and they run. and
2: they bugged me all night about the about the get you, telling you to get him a car.
5: i bet he did you know i want to uh apologize too on the answer that you know we obviously as a promoter i want to support racing period and this is one of my races and we didn't have a dirt car there um i'll be honest with you it's because you know some of the cars were at ocala racing and a lot of the diehards you know that go all the time were with me because i think at any other time you could have you know snapped your finger and i think roger krauss or keith Nosbish or Kenny Nosbish or, you know, Matthews, who was in the Bahamas prior, you know, and just got back that day, I think a lot of guys would have supported it, you know, because we know how much work that you guys put into it, and, you know, we appreciate everybody that was involved in that deal. And, you know, we, in the future, you know, we'll try to make that up because we felt bad about that. I I really did.
3: Well, Ken, you know, the guys are, you know, coming out and helping uh, J.R. Garcia, uh, Sean Smith, Johnny Collins, Dusty Cohn they're all going to be coming. They've either already been on Kicks Country with me um, talking about the race um, or I'm getting them scheduled to be on the rest of the week. So We've got uh, a couple
2: of deals uh, at Walmart where uh, cars are going to be on display and, and thousands and thousands of uh, flyers handed out. And uh, we're also going to do one more sports bar and it'll be the same kind of deal. And it's going to be cool, Ken. It'll be fun, man.
5: I look forward to, it. and I appreciate you guys again. I appreciate all the effort up there at Waycross, and uh, like I said, those people treated us good up there, and you know we, uh, you know, we left with uh, with a mixed feeling about it, you know, uh, you know, from different people. But Tough we, place. That's all.
0: Sean yeah. Smith said he ain't he ain't going back.
5: <laughs> I hear you. He will. He would. Yeah, I hear you. I tell you what, Sean did a pretty good job. Finished sixth. I mean, he did pretty good. So. um All right, well, I'll tell you what, I'll I'll let you guys go. I know we're running late, so appreciate all your efforts and look forward to seeing you. I'll be there bright and early Friday and Saturday.
0: All right, I'll see you up there one of them nights. I'll be there for sure on Saturday, but I'll probably come up Friday if I can. All
3: right, I appreciate it, guys. Take care. We'll see you you this weekend, Ken. Take care, Cece. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye.